Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today. Promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. Email, tweets, keep them coming. What's your master's dinner? What are you going with? Uh, Matsuyama did an excellent job. So much so that Speed said, I want to shake his hand. <laughs> and say, <laughs> he said, I'm going to get carted out of here. <laughs> I would tell you though, like going with the sushi, the obvious play for him. Yeah, that that would actually be what I would think I would do as well at the Masters, but I didn't want to steal it from Hideki. Yeah, right. I mean, you can't go wrong with awesome sushi. Right, there yeah. there's some guys getting very creative here with what they're doing, what they would. Uh, oh, send we could over. we could run yeah. down two segments on this with all the feedback sure. we're getting so far. Yeah, uh, we, we, uh, look, look at this guy, Jeff Seely here in the house. Got the John Daly shirt on. He played Shadow Creek. We'll get to that coming up. Cutmaker Podcast, CutmakerPod.com, Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Give me your master's dinner. You know, guys, honestly, spicy chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A. I mean, you're in Georgia, win in Georgia, right? I mean, that's my go-to sandwich. I mean, spicy chicken sandwich, Chick-fil-A, get those waffle fries. I mean, you had their mac and cheese. It's good. Maybe the best mac and cheese you're ever going to have in your entire life. Right, I'm not going that far. It is, it is absolutely phenomenal. At least restaurant-style mac and cheese, Chick-fil-A the best. So spicy chicken sandwich, mac and cheese, waffle fries, can't beat it. Okay. All right. So you're out in Las Vegas. You were involved in a big draft last night, which we will get to. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to betting this event, though, first of all, is it your favorite golf event to bet every single year? 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. For okay. sure. And and frankly, it's because of the wide variety. Number one, the wide variety of um, bets you can make. Right. There's a lot more, more oh, yeah. you know, bets that you can make. You wouldn't in the normal tournament. Plus, you guys know I'm a big DFS guy, and the field and DFS and stuff on DraftKings is absolutely phenomenal. Yep. So I'll be building 150 lineups after I leave here for DraftKings. Wow. So then let's get into like how you build your model for the Masters yeah. because it is different than any other major. It's the sure. same major, same location, obviously, every single year. Yep. Right. You're not going to have that at the U.S. Open or the PGA or the Open Championship. So how much of your model is based on... You know, what guys have done here at Augusta in previous years compared to, like, recent form going back last, you know, four events, last eight events, ten events, et cetera. Go ahead, take it away. Yeah, so a couple things. One, it's you. there's no shot link data here, right? So it's really hard to get good statistical data in terms of, you know, you take a course like, let me think of a, a course that people play all the time. Let's say the Houston Open. I just played it uh, and uh, – the golf club of Houston a few weeks last weekend. And um, that's a course, for example, we have shot link data. You have, you have stats. It's easy to go in and say, okay, these are the key stats. These are the key metrics of win here. You, you can measure all the strokes gain data. You don't have a lot of that at the masters. So I look at two things. First thing I do is just run a pure stats model and look at, okay, like what are some key ranges I think are going to be important, say 150 to 175 yards. Long irons are important. So 200 yards plus with your long irons, rank guys like that, uh, driving distance, uh, short game, putting. So I just start out with the pure stats model. We're on a pure stats model, taking everything else, taking course history, taking everything else out. When I ran a pure stats model this week, the number one player came out actually with Sam Burns. Is that right? He was he was the number one player, pure stats-wise, with Sam Burns. And, and it's not, it looks like you're surprised by that. I was, I was, and he was, he was, my, but it was interesting. He was fifty to one too. Yep. Now he's thirty-five to one. So obviously, I wasn't the only one who liked Sam Burns a little bit. But again, once you take into account, number one, he's never played here, right? And and how 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 many times we've seen? I think Fuzzy Zeller, right, was the last person to win the the uh, Masters in his debut. So. You know, you start taking that into account. Is is Sam Burns a good top five, top ten bet? Yeah, I like him a lot. Top five, top ten. I'm, you know, and maybe you put a little money on him to win. But again, I it's hard to bet a guy to win who's never won before. Sure. Um, JT was up there, so I think, and that makes sense, right? And it, but again, I I don't I don't really particularly like JT at the price this week. So I was really surprised by Sam Burns. I'll tell you the truth. Sure. Okay. So how many guys are you going with? Let's have let's have the picks here. And I know uh, you have a. You're sentimental with with Kepka. He's made you a lot of money, but uh, take <laughs> he it has. Away. No, he has, and and but it's beyond sentimental this time, guys. I mean, he's the best player in majors. We know that over the past mm-hmm. five years. But the good thing is, is uh, take stats out for a second. I think the most important thing about them in order to win the Masters or coming into the Masters is having some sort of form. You can't just suck for two months coming in expect to win the Masters. So Kepka actually has form now. He's finished in the top ten half his majors as we know. But he's coming in with a third-place finish at Phoenix and two top 20s at the Valspar and Honda. So he's coming in with good form. We know how he plays well in, in majors. He's my pick to win. Um, two other bets I've made, guys I like. I bet Patrick Cantlay at 25-1. to 1. Listen to this. Since, the, since last year, last August, he won the BMW. He won the Tour Championship. He was fourth at the Century, ninth at the Amex, fourth at Pebble Beach, and second in Phoenix. Is that any good? I mean, Man. he's just—it's just a disgusting run. This Genesis was so-so. A lot of players struggled. Excuse me, a lot of people struggled with the players we know. So this run Cantley's been on has been absolutely remarkable. Twenty-five to one. I like that. He has a seventeenth and a ninth year at the Masters, so won't be surprised at all if Cantley pulls it out. And then Will Zalatoris, guys, we saw him last year come in second. 
Um, we all know we we saw that, but Gon has since then he's rattled off six more top 15s, including two top tens in January. We know we can play here. Putting, it's going to come down to putting. I hate to say that. You could say that about everybody, but sure. with him, it really comes down to putting. Um, but if he if he can putt like he did just a few weeks ago, I think you know we could easily see him put on a green jacket. Yeah. Not, not, I will not be surprised if Zalatoris is in it again coming up on Saturday yeah. and Sunday. Won't be. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Follow the money, Paulie and Mitch Vies in the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seely, our guest, CupmakerPod.com at Cupmaker Jeff on Twitter. Are you fading anybody? Is there anyone you just you're crossing out? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm fading Rom. Okay. Believe it or not, I'm fading Rom. I'm betting against him in matchups. Um, something is just not right. He's, you know, he's not playing terribly, but um, I think relative to the price, and you're going to get him as a, you're going to get anybody's a, fa- a dog to him, right? So you're going to get a good price for pretty much every matchup. I'm fading Rom in a lot of matchups. Um, I'm fading Rory big time in matchups. So those are two guys that I think a lot of people will like that I'll definitely be fading. What What are you doing with uh, Morikawa this week? I'm fading him. You are? I, I, yeah. As a matter of fact, it's interesting. I was I did a pod with our friend Nigel Seeley here a couple of days ago, and, and we were talking about uh, matchups, and one of the big matchups we were discussing was uh, Morikawa against DJ, and who we like Morikawa against DJ. And, and you know, I actually thought it would be a coin flip matchup, in which case I would take I would take DJ. And I asked, uh, more, I asked Jeff Sherman last night in our draft, and he said he would make DJ minus 150 over Morikawa. That high. That, that, and, that and, and oh, by the way, uh, Sherman overall in totality is a huge Colin guy, mm-hmm, I believe. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that tells you what he thinks then about going into mm-hmm. this matchup then. And again, though, the interesting thing is, right, I, not, I don't think, it's not like I don't think Morikawa can't win the, the, the Masters because, I mean, goodness, he's probably the best long iron player there is. That's a, a huge thing here. I just don't think with, with his form, I like some other guys better. Okay. All right. So you have, you rattled off three. And those are in the twenty to thirty-five uh, to one range. Who's your bomber that you like this week? Seventy-five, hundred, hundred and fifty to one. Hundred to one on DraftKings right now is Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland in his last five events has three top tens. This guy's a number, former number, you know, top ten player in the world. He won the U.S. Open, so we know he can win a big event, right? He's finished inside the top twenty-five twice here at the Masters. So while his course history isn't incredible, he's a hundred freaking one. I mean, I mean, would it shock you if Gary Woodland won the Masters? No. And 101, amazing price. I, I talked about form. He's in really, really good form. You get a guy like Gary Woodland, who's a you know an elite golfer, 101, good form. It's worth a shot. Other popular golfers this week, based on bets that are you know being placed, I think here at Cirque and other spots. Your thoughts on Shane Lowry, and then your thoughts on Joaquin Neiman. Mm. So yeah, so um, Shane Lowry, I actually. Loved um, when I first was looking at this. I, he popped pretty high in my model. I like Shane Lowry a lot. Um, but for whatever reason, he hasn't played great here. And, and that's kind of been a challenge. And so um, looking at his course history, it's, it kind of got me off Lowry a little bit. Um, I could make a case for him. I'm kind of, I'm really on the fence, to be okay. honest with you, Mitch. Right. I'm really on the fence with him. Neiman, um, I like Neiman a little more than I would Lowry. If they were, I would play, if they were in a matchup, I'd probably play Neiman. I like Neiman. Um, there's these other guys I like more. Yeah, I played him. Did you play Neiman? Neiman? Yeah, I did a month or so ago, I believe. Yeah. And You've like, got like, what, 32 bets that you played? <laughs> I have, I have, again, I, I talked about this before he yeah. came on. I think I have like six or seven. Yeah, that, it happens. But that that's the, the part of like when you're betting golf every single week and you're watching tournaments Thursday through Sunday, and you're like, let me take a peek at Masters odds here mm-hmm. coming up in three months. Wait, I can find this guy at 70 to one. Mm-hmm. I better pop that right now, mm-hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden I have six, seven guys to win. Well, you're, you're Max Homas of the world, right? You get him 101 Max Homa a while ago. That's the kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Two minutes left. What do you expect out of Tiger? 
So it's interesting. You guys know I'm not a Tiger guy at all. But one of the things I think is interesting is um, to the, the odds to make the cut or miss the cut. And I was looking, I think the last I saw was like minus 350 to miss the cut. I mean, if I get plus 200 or so, what are the odds to make the cut now? No. What are they get to make no, the cut? No, no, no minus 128? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, honestly, if I got plus money to make the cut, yeah, I'd take it now. Honestly, because, again, we talked about this. Kepka's talked about this a million times. This is not a super strong field, guys. Half the field is drawing dead. So, I mean, to make the cut at plus money, yeah, I'd absolutely take it. Yeah. That and the uh, finishing position here at Circus, 57 and a half. So, you would look under that then? Yeah, Based honestly, on how yeah. Be correlated. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, especially if I got a decent price. I mean, I would think the public money would be all over Tiger, yes, to make the cut, you know, right? And but and I'm surprised by the – so I've got plus money. Yeah, I'd take Tiger to make okay. the cut. Okay, but but you would also – so you're not – you talk about guys that you're fading in matchups. You're not going to be fading him in, in certain matchups? Or if the price it, is right, you will It depends on be. the matchup, right. It really would depend on the matchup. But, yeah, if the price is right, I would. Um, I'm, I'm not – certainly not going – going to invest heavily in Tiger, but – I got plus money to make the cut. I would. As a non-Tiger guy, though, how great would it be on Saturday if he's four or five strokes back? Depends on depends on if I have a ticket. Well, <laughs> like, when I had Kepka and he, no. he ran beat me down, Kepka his last win. That was awful. I was disgusted. <laughs> yes. I was the only one not rooting for Tiger in the room. No, was, you were awful. not. You were not because I had every that that mm. year was so great for live betting. Yes, it was. Unless you didn't add Tiger Woods, right. I had everybody else at like thirty to one or higher, except Tiger. Tiger, and he's the guy who beat me. I believe it. Yeah, uh, we'll continue with uh, Jeff Seely, Cutmaker Podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Coming up next, his uh, top tens, top twenties, uh, matchups that he likes. We'll run it all down, down for you here. Coming up on Follow the Money, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters, the theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, $19. Our digital M- MLB guide at vcin.com available now. Adam Burke breaks down futures, team previews, best bets for all 30 teams. Sign up today, get full access to vcin through the start of the baseball season, the Masters and the NFL Draft, $19, vcin.com slash draft. We continue here on Masters Eve, Indie Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker Podcast. Uh, he's been with us like almost every week. Um, basically since the beginning of the pandemic on Wednesdays. Uh, you were out here last night. You played Shadow Creek. We'll talk to you about that coming up in a minute as well. You also were involved in a uh, Masters draft last night. Explain how this worked, and uh, do you like your team? Yeah, I, I don't mind my team. But it's, it's a ton of fun, guys. We do this for every major, and it's a lot of the sports book directors here. I've got the golf guys, um, you know, Jeff Sherman, obviously, some decent folks, like, Matt Humans is there, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, all these guys. So there's, I think, 11 guys total. Um, Tim Murray, a couple, of, a lot of, a lot of different folks from around town. 11 guys. Um, Humans organized it. So magically, he had the first pick in the draft. Uh-huh. I'm not quite sure how that how that worked out, but I, I I lucked out. I got the second pick in the draft. So I'm, you know, we're going through and getting the draft set up, and I'm thinking, okay, here comes Humans, John Rom, right? Yeah, right. No. Okay, well, then maybe Scotty Scheffler? Yeah. No. He took JT number one. Did he really? He took JT number one, which surprised me. Um, and I took Kepka number two. No no surprise there. What really surprised me was that all the way to the end of the first round, I think Jeff Sherman had the last pick in the first round. He got DJ 
at the end of the fury, end of first round, and Colin Morikawa were his back-to-back picks. Uh, so it's that's... just like a fantasy football draft, snake draft, that mm-hmm. kind of deal where you, you know, if, you, if you're 11th, you have the 12th pick, and so on and so right. forth. So yeah, I ended up with Kepka, Adam Scott, and a couple other guys. My team's okay, um, but yeah, no, I was it was really interesting because it gives you an interesting perspective on the on those guys when you see a, you know some of the sharpest guys who set golf odds, who they like. Uh, Cantlay went ahead of DJ, which was interesting. Um, but yeah, to see DJ go, I mean, I don't, DJ's in good form. DJ could absolutely win. I wouldn't, I was surprised he went as late as he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then did Rom go third or was it Scheffler? Uh, no, Rom, Rom did go, end up going third. I think. Yeah. Okay. I have to look at the draft. But did, yeah, did you, was, did you, pon- I know you said that you're fading him. Did yeah. you ponder him at number two? Cause he fell there and this, this can be a little bit different than other bets that you're making. No, I mean, no? I, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I truly am guys. Like I, I play kept in every major, right. But I'm like really, really serious. I've, I bet more on him than I've ever bet on him to win a major before this year. Um, I mean, twenty to one. I really, really think he's going to win the Masters. There was I never even thought about anybody else. Okay, what do you think of Hovland? Uh, you know, I I, I I like Hovland. I mean, um, I'm not going to necessarily fade him. Actually, I'm pl- I, I took Kepka plus money against Hovland in a matchup, so I obviously I, I faded him there. Um, you know, I I think he's he's fine. Um, I worry a little bit about his short game here. And, and, you know, if he's, if he misses greens at all, we, he, I, he's, short game still is not that great. So obviously elite long iron player, but I do worry about his short game a little bit. Cam Smith. Everybody loves Cam Smith. I think the price is too low though. Right. I mean, the price is probably pretty close to pretty fair. Um, yeah. I'm just, where, what is Cam Smith now? He's, what is he like? 15, 14, yeah, 14, to yeah, one 14 range. to one. I mean, that's, that's just too low for me. I mean, seriously, Cam Smith over DJ. I would take DJ over Cam Smith. I mean, that's and we were looking at it right now. DJ sixteen, Cam Smith's fourteen. I'll certainly take DJ. Okay, some other big names here this week specifically at Augusta. Uh, Spieth, good history. If you're uh, hard if you, pass, hard pass on him across the board. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Daniel Berger. I'm out on Daniel Berger. Um, part of it is is he he's kind of hard to like, <laughs> and I and. and for whatever reason, um, I, I've bet on him before, so I don't mind Berger. Um, but I, the price isn't terrible. But again, here's a here's a real surprise. I'm looking at that the pricing. Bryson's forty five to one. If I would have told you nine months ago that Bryson's oh, going to yeah. be forty five to one, you'd said there's no no chance. Sure. I mean, he's forty five to one. I I mean, I think the injury is a huge part of it, mm-hmm. but. Um, that's at least interesting. I would take Bryson at forty-five to one before I'd take Berger. Okay, Le- uh, scale of one to ten, yeah. your level of faith in Xander Schauffele, who gave it a run last year, but we've seen him come up so many times, just like inches away from actually winning a- an event. Uh, scale of one to ten, two. Two. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, I don't. I, I'm. You know, I don't mind Xander. I think he's a. Could, could he finish fifth? Absolutely. Do I think he's going to win? No. <laughs> I think last year was his opportunity. Not that he's. Not that he can't. Uh, again, just too many. This, guys, this the top end of this field is murderer's row, mm-hmm. and I, I just I don't see Xander winning it this year. I mean, especially again, twenty to one, same price as you know. Look at that, Rory, Hovland, Morikawa. I would rather have any of those guys than I would Xander. Even oh. Rory, even Rory, and you I'm would. not I'm not a Rory guy. Interesting. Hole in one, yes, minus one seventy five. <laughs> I know where you're going to be. Yeah. I know where you're going to be. I, I'm I'm off the hole in one. No, I would I would I'd say no on hole in one. Actually, he wants to bet the yes here. You bet the yes what every year at 16. Yeah, oh, okay. this particular tournament only. Right, lowest score for a round 64 and a half, highest 86 and a half. 
Wow, I I can see some uh, eighty six. I would I would take under eighty six. You would, would? Yeah, I think I would take under eighty six. Oh, I think so. I mean, I mean, say it again. I mean, some some old guy could butcher it, sure. But, <laughs> That's what we kicked but, around. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. But you know, and like you know, yeah, Sandy Lyle. We keep joking about Sandy Lyle yeah. last night because I guess he could. But um, gun to my head, and no, I would take the under. Okay, former champ to win five to one. And what did you bet with this best? I, I took DJ in yeah. a, a four way matchup. Yeah, well, because I, no, I looked at it really because when, when you look at DJ, top former winner plus two sixty. Okay. It's basically a four way matchup in my mind between Spieth, Hideki, Scott, and DJ. And that four-way matchup, give me DJ at plus 260, hell yes. That's actually a good bet. I like that okay. a lot. Yeah. Uh, USA winner, yes, minus 120. Love that. I mean, minus 120 is a great price for USA winner. Absolutely love okay. that. Top Canadian, Corey Connors, minus 200. That's basically head-to-head against Mackenzie Hughes. Because Mike Weir is not going to be a top Canadian. No, he will so, not be. So, no. so I, I like Corey Connors at 2-1, to one, uh, minus 200. I mean, that's still a good price. Um, and then top Aussie, Cam Smith at minus 110. We just talked about him. Shoot. Against Adam oh. Scott and Mark Leishman, that's basically the matchup. You found 110 on that. It's minus 110. Oh, man. That's gonna... basically what it is then? Yeah. You just think about it. I mean, oh, wow. The, the, really, Scott, Leishman, Cam Smith. I'd make him minus 150 at least in that three way matchup. He's minus 110. Top Aussie. Oh, okay. I'm going to find that today. Yeah. That's the DraftKings. What's a, what do you guys send in on Rory? Did you like that? Oh, this is the. Okay. See, so he, he was asking our opinion, and I, I sent it over to you as well, yeah. Jeff. So it's a what uh, top uh, British player in Ireland mm-hmm. combined, and Rory is plus two fifty, and that's and your thoughts on that. And I think you responded to the person as well. Like that's way too short on Rory, right? It is. Yeah, no, it, it's too short. And again, I, I was looking at that. Um, a guy I actually like, and I'm pulling this up right now. Bear with me. I can run it down for you. Yeah, a, a guy yeah. I like here. I like Seamus Power, um, and this you know Rory Hatton, Fitzpatrick, Lowry. Seamus Power is 12 to 1 in this group. Seamus Power came out really, really well in my model this week. Um, I think Paul Casey is still hurt ish. McIntyre, you know, had a good run here last time. Justin Rose, we know, is good history, but 12 to 1 is a good price. I would not take Rory at plus 275. That's too short. No, it's too short. I mean, you're, you're Laurie, Fitzpatrick, Casey, Hatton, Fleetwood, uh, Rose, Power. Um, I think you would need a much bigger number than that to bet Agreed. Rory. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, do you have any first round leader bets? So I'm again the the first biggest first round leader bet I'm going to like is again probably Gary Woodland. Again I'm going to play him at 100 to one. I would play him at first round leader. I haven't played it yet, um, but I wouldn't be looking at some of my bombs as first round leaders. And I think Gary Woodland's going to be a really interesting one. Took a little on, uh, and I think you, I've told you this before. The way that Harold Varner begins golf tournaments, it seems like he's in the mix on Thursday in so many of these. And That's it was the, point. it was at Augusta. In November of 2020, during the pandemic, he really had a strong first round. So I bet him at 100 to one. Like I said, Rose tough to duplicate what he did last year. Rose got off to a great start on Thursday. Was the first round leader. He was like 45 to one. I did plunk a little bit on him, but to expect that back to back years will be a little bit tough. I love the Varner bet. I do like that a lot. That guy, like every single Thursday, was like, "Look at this guy. He's doing it again." (laughs) And then the wheels just fall off his putter, and he he four putts everything. Yeah. Finishes T30, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and the one event that he won, it was like a 93-foot eagle or whatever yes, to win yes, it at the buzzer yes, over Bubba yes, Watson. Yes. Yeah, which happens every single week, yeah. the way it seems. <laughs> but isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, oh, yeah. right? That's, that's a great point. Every week, it's March Madness. Yes. And like, for all of us who love betting college basketball, we had to wait four months to cash these tickets, right? And now it's just like the, the Masters, but... Last week, Spawn was between 115, 210 to one that I saw to win. Well, and honestly, I, I mean, this is no nothing amazing, but I got Spawn at plus 650 that morning. Did you really? Sunday morning. I'm yeah. like, 
I, I looked at the numbers. I'm like, guys, Spawn statistically is the best player right now in this tournament, and he's plus 650. Hell yes. I mean, it was, it was a great price, and you know, it worked out. All right, we'll continue. If you have any other bets uh, that you like so far, uh, so many ways to bet the Masters like you talked about and why it is your favorite betting event in golf. Matt Humans called it the Super Bowl of golf betting earlier. That makes a lot of sense, obviously. Uh, maybe a little bit more on Tiger coming up, and you played one of the best. I don't know. I don't know where people want to put it, but it's very top shelf. The golf course out here in Las Vegas, and what what a round cost, and what it takes to actually play this round. I think will surprise a lot of people. Jeff will run that uh, that down for you. Coming up here and follow the money. It's Vsin the Sports Betting Network. The Sports Betting Network. Opening day tomorrow. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your free copy of the Winners and Winers Ultimate MLB Betting Guide. Over 100 packed pages with advice, sabermetrics, betting strategies, angles, futures, bombs, much more. Absolutely free for all VEASAN listeners. Put the Winners and Winers MLB betting guide in your hands now. Text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. That's VEASAN, 320-350-3500. Back with Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter, CutmakerPod.com. Also join Telegram to get all the plays when he sends out the matchups and everything he likes as well. Uh, Cutmaker Jeff and CutmakerPod.com. Check it out as well, iTunes and Spotify. You talked to uh, Tim. T- Tim Simons is going to be there? He's going out to the Masters, yeah. So Tim Tim obviously does our pod with a lot of times. Uh, Jeff Sherman comes on a lot as well. Now, obviously, Jeff's been buried this week, setting up all the Masters props and bets and everything, and Tim will be out there. But, yeah, I know. it's. Uh, I'm jealous. This is a tournament that uh, well, I've always wanted to go to. Well, I'm jealous of what you did yesterday. You played Shadow Creek, uh, maybe a top-10 course in the country. Uh, I, I know we talked to John Smoltz about it a long time ago, and he loved it. We used to go out there every year for the Michael Jordan Celebrity Invitational. And, the, the, the I mean, the stories we have just from that alone. We're the only people, we've told this story before, we're the only people to ever interview Piazza and Clemens at the same time. Yeah. And the look on Piazza's face, as we're just talking to him about, like, 80s metal and the yeah. great stories, and then Clemens, unbeknownst to him, sits down. He thought we were joking. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it, we didn't know it at the time, but then uh, Piazza came out with a book where he said he was taking karate lessons. Have you ever ran into him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, uh, this is Piazza, your Clements. Yeah. And he's sitting like this. And Mitch goes, and we're joined now by Roger Clements. Yeah. And Piazza goes, yeah, sure. Yeah. He's, sure and there he is. he's sitting right next to me. I see Clemens walking this way towards yeah. the set, and I yeah. put my hand on his shoulder as he's talking about the incident, and I go, hey, by the way, yeah. Roger's going to join us right now. And he's like, ha-ha, yeah, funny story. <laughs> he looks over. There he sits down. Roger's like, hey, Mike, how are you? Face whiter than your hat. He's like, basically, he's like, that'll do it for me. I'll see you later. Yeah, right. And he was a hell oh, of an interview crazy. just before that. And then when it Clemens sits down, my God, there was that's a PED awesome. question, and all hell broke loose. And uh, but right. the, uh, Piazza had some great answers about hitting. We asked him about the home run after nine eleven. Sure, what that was like. What do you look for in a woman? He said, "Hangability." 
How about that answer? Hangability. Hangability. Can hang to say right. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Good word to use. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it used to be you couldn't play that course unless you stayed at MGM property. It, was it Clinton? They said, sorry, you can't play. Clinton showed up to play. You're not playing MGM. Yeah, can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Can't do it. So what, did it live up to the hype? What did you think? Guys, I think a couple of things. One, few things live up to the hype. Let's be honest. And, and I've been fortunate enough this year to have two things actually lived up to the hype. The first one was I went to the Waste Management in Phoenix, ah. lived up to the hype. It was incredible. Yesterday playing Shadow Creek absolutely lived up to the hype. I was, um, you know, if, I, I've never played Augusta, obviously. But um, it, it's exactly what I would have imagined Augusta to be like. From the caddy to the just the clubhouse to the course conditions. The, I mean, everything was absolutely immaculate. It was beautiful. The, the upside was you could ride a cart, which you're never going to be able to do at Augusta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they bring you out your drinks and stuff like that. Your cocktails probably don't do that at Augusta. <laughs> probably not, no. no. So it was, it was almost like, a, you know, a playable version of Augusta, right? Because... I felt it was very fair. I mean, I'm a very, very average golfer. I'm certainly not a great golfer. I thought it was very fair. I actually played pretty well on the front for me. Um, so I was happy with, with how I scored. The greens were great. Um, it was just, and we didn't see any other groups, right? It was kind of just us. We almost felt like we had the place to ourselves. And I mean, I can't say enough good things. It was unbelievable. It's, it's very expensive, right? You got to be staying at it. We're staying at Bellagio, yeah. so that's an MGM that, property. Right. Yeah. That's the qualification, right? You need yeah. to stay at an MGM, and yep. then it's like a thousand bucks around. Yep. On top of that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but again, it's if you're going to do to do it once a year, once every other year, worth the money. Absolutely unbelievable. Did you see the names on the locker? On the lockers? Oh, yeah. I've got a picture with at Kepka's locker. Um, and I, but there, there's a million others, but it was Michael funny. Jordan, Bill Clinton. Mike, oh yeah. I mean, all of them, Derek Jeter, obviously it, it was funny though. Cause I went in and, and asked the locker room guy, you know, looking at these and I go, Hey, w- w- which one's Kepka? He goes, Oh, it's 44. Like he, like he knows off the top of his head, really? which one I'm sure you could ask every day. Where's Michael Jordan's where's George Bush's whatever. So, but no, it's incredible to see all those lockers, a sneaky, good under the radar, like top five dream guest on this show for me would be one of the caddies at shadow Creek. I talked to and I yeah. met one of the guys who used to listen to our local show that we were on out here in Las Vegas. He he's like, this is like off the off the uh, record, but I'll tell you. And he was running down some of the stories about gambling that took place and how guys would operate out there. If a caddy would ever come on here on this show and talk about stories at Shadow Creek, it would blow people away. Oh no! The, it, the amount yeah. of money that exchanges hands, I mean, on a whole by whole basis out there sometimes with some of the biggest like poker players. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, it was Bl- funny. It would blow people away. Oh yeah. Our caddy last night said that Phil Ivey basically learned to play golf yeah. at Shadow Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Tough oh, life. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. imagine that. That being your, it was so funny. We were talking about this yesterday. I was like, I wonder if I can change my handicap to my home course being Shadow Creek. Like, I mean, it just, and they were, they were saying yesterday, I was, they were, well, the pro is making pairings for this tournament coming up. And I, this is, the name's going to escape me, but I guess MGM um, bought or built another course to compete with Shadow Creek. You guys probably know, I don't know the name off the top of my head. Um, and then they ended up buying Shadow Creek. And, oh, the, and they are, our waitress was telling us yesterday. Was that, it the summit? Uh, no, it'll, it'll no, come okay. to me. I'll All think right. of it. But the, there's, you know, Steve Wynn's old house right there yeah, is on yeah. property. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, like, so somebody else owns it now, and the guy who owns it only comes there like once a month to check on it, and it's just housekeepers and cats. That's it. Who are there? And I'm like, this is bizarre. And it's the only house on the course. It's the right? only house on the yeah. course. So yeah. for people who yeah. never go out there, isn't it bizarre when you're pulling up? You're like, I'm in the middle of the desert right now. Like, where are? Where? It feels like you're in Colorado. 
and there's like, like there's the a desert. train tracks, yeah, yeah. and you can't see any of it because it's like hidden by a big wall and yeah. that kind of thing. You yeah. see some trees, and like this is the golf course, and then yeah. you go out I there. I couldn't believe like, it. Yeah, I could eat breakfast off the 18th green. Yes. I mean, it was like it's so incredible. It's so it, pristine. Oh, it's, it is. It's it's yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, I kept I kept texting my my wife when I was playing. I'm like. I, I can't believe it. I'm taking pictures of every hole. I'm like, this is the most spectacular. Honestly, it was the most fun to ground golf I've ever played. And I've played some amazing courses in probably six different countries, and it was the single coolest round of golf I ever played. You should have seen when Jordan was out there with this event for a couple of years. 55, 60-year-old men literally tripping over themselves, rounding a corner when like 200 people were chasing him in his Carolina Blue golf cart trying to get an autograph. I believe it. And this is like 2010, 2011. You remember that? Yeah. Guy, guys were falling guy on their it. faces and getting back up so I can go get an autograph yep. with him. Yep. We also interviewed Brett Hall live. He was drunk. Go, okay. Big go figure. How about that? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm from St. Louis. I'm a big Brett Hall guy. <laughs> he was, I'll never forget when the, the they uh, Blues won the Stanley Cup and he was doing the Gloria thing. Oh, my God. Gloria! Gloria! It was amazing. Uh-huh. Guy, Brett Hall's a hero legend. Well, yep. that blew us away when we you talked to John Smoltz. You're like, how many hole-in-ones? Oh, that God. was the day. Didn't he say like, like a dozen? 12, 15, something. 12 yeah. or 15, something like that, yeah. 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 For, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Like, ah, I've had 12 or 15, yeah. not that big of a deal. Oh, nonchalant. <laughs> hey, the, the best part of it, too, a lot of them came when everyone was on, off the course, too. Yeah. Don't have to buy drinks. <laughs> Incredible. What a racket. Um, uh, did, did, did this live up to the hype here, too, watching the national title Yeah, game we came, came in uh, Monday night and watched the national championship game, and it was it was awesome. I mean, what, what an environment. Um I can't think of a cooler place to watch the game, to be honest, especially if you had Kansas. I actually had – so I had Kansas in um, all my brackets. I had Kansas in a big Calcutta um, with, with some other guys. And and, um, and then I – so as a hedge, because I had Kansas winning all this as a hedge, I took Carolina plus four, which Jesus. worked out perfectly. So uh, it was a great day. It was a great day for Jeff on Monday. And uh, we had dinner at Berries, which is always really good. What would you get? Um, I had the bone-in ribeye. Oh, yeah. Top notch, top notch. You have Stuff the s'mores? I didn't have the s'mores. No, lobster mac and cheese. Uh, I didn't know. I'm. I should have asked you all things that were first before okay. I went. Can you explain to people? Uh, well, he only have like a minute here. Betting a Calcutta and how much fun that is. Oh, it's a blast. It's. I mean, and honestly, my my favorite thing to bet Calcutta in is March Madness is one of them. But probably my favorite is Masters Calcutta. I love a Masters Calcutta. Um, yeah. I'm, sadly, I'm not in one right now. There's. There's one back home going on, um, but I, I love Masters Calcutta. You find out about the neophytes, though. I mean, that yeah. is because you're much better off rolling it over if you do that March Madness Calcutta, and people like people have no idea. And sometimes the people get in these Calcuttas, and they're like, yeah, they spend all this money on sure. someone, right? Like one year when Texas Tech made it, our friend was in it. He goes, you would have much better just rolling it over. What are you doing? He goes, what are you talking about? Yeah. Promote the podcast and everything, what you're doing. Yeah, no. So, yeah, just uh, cutmakerpod.com is our, our website. We uh, will uh, have a podcast here later today um but yeah it's it's been it's been great we do we used to have text messages now we just do telegram um but get send out the plays, send out updates when we update everything our live plays are there so check it out join the telegram group and uh, join the fun it's good to see you again good luck this week thanks fellas there you go Andy jeff seeley masters again tomorrow still time betting intel from our uh, experts here at vcin we're going to break down every golfer in the field plus future bets and matchups in the Master's Guide, it's available now on v, uh, vcin.com. Also, best bets from hosts of uh, the show Long Shots, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and special guest Scott Van Pelt. Sign up today and get full access to vcin through the Masters, start of the baseball season, and the NFL draft for only 19 bucks. That's at vcin.com slash spring. vcin.com slash spring. 
spring. We'll uh, roll into some Major League Baseball props opening day tomorrow as well. Most wins by a pitcher from the state of California. And uh, we'll give you the odds, the names, and some projections for those pitchers coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers, as you covered, they've launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now DC. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk uh, Cubs and Major League Baseball with Ryan Dempster coming up in 15 minutes. What are you going to say? Looking forward to that. Um, and also, what's going on with the uh, device now? Yeah. Talk Sign to the ceiling device? Yeah. What mm-hmm. they're doing. Um, you you had a good point during the break. Baseball couldn't have pushed this back. It's like, what, what's the difference if you had to start late because of the lockout? Why not just do it on a Monday when basketball was over? Sure, you go <laughs> the day of the Masters right. is opening day. A game's already been postponed. Right. So that's <laughs> you, you. You always know that's a possibility in early April where these games can get postponed, pushed back, whatever. But just you know, be patient. Give give us the games on Monday. Right. Masters will be over with. The end of the regular season is Sunday in the NBA. Opening day on Monday, I thought, made yeah. too much sense. And now here it is tomorrow, and they have, like, uh, while well, we had, I believe, like eight or nine games until that. I think it's the Twins game that got pushed back now, right? Yeah. Mets okay. don't know who they're throwing. Right. George is going to go Friday, he said. Good start for the Mets. Yeah, you guys tried to tell me. I know. I know, Swede. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, some of the pitching matchups we have, though, on opening day are yes. re- really enticing. And I love some of these props, too. More, more, most strikeouts. Cole against Robbie Ray. Cole minus 140. You can also bet team against team for wins. I like that. You have eight, you have Astros Rangers. Astros laying 16 and a half. Oh, man. Tigers Cubs. Tigers laying two and a half. You have Dodgers Angels. Dodgers laying 13 and a half. I was going to say 15. Uh-huh. The Hater Romano prop, more saves. I mentioned that earlier. Hater minus 140. I can go over that here. That? Yeah. Uh, okay, Please. so... When you look at the history of these two pitchers, Josh Hader for the Brewers, he had 37 saves in 2019. He had 34 last year. Now, his projections on fan graphs are all over, and I'll use that website here because it's easily available for anybody who wants to look at this kind of stuff, and they have a bunch of season-long projections from like six, seven different people who do it. They, they have him between 26 and 34 saves. Romano last year saved 23 games, his projections on fan graphs are 26 or 27. So they make Hader the favorite here. But also, I would say, like, with all of these projections, specifically on fan graphs, they're very conservative in almost every single category. So keep that in mind. I, you know, it's, I think Garrett Cole is the guy that they have with the most wins this year at around 16. That's in all of Major League Baseball. So we talk, talked about that earlier today. Like, a guy wins 20 games almost every single year, but you, it's tough to project, like, which guy that's going to be, right? Because it's, it's been so random. And there's also this prop about, uh, and you can find this at William Hill, most wins for a pitcher from California. Yeah, very good. Cole's on the list. Max Freed, Giolito, Bieber, Burns, Musgrove. That's the group. And again, at Fangraphs, they project Cole to have between uh, 15 and 17 wins. Freed as high as 16, as low as 13. Giolito's in the 12 to 13 range. Same with Bieber. 
And uh, Burns only gets about as high as 14 in their projection. So they're telling you that based uh-huh. on all of the stuff that Cole would be the guy, but, you know, he's 3-1 to one as well. Home run leader, born in Nevada. Gallo plus 140, Harper plus 180, Chris Bryant plus 250. Tommy oh. Pham, 20-1. to one. Okay, so how much consideration do we need to put into Chris Bryant now playing 81 home games big. at Coors? That's big. He's yes. also never hit 40 home runs, though, in his career. Yeah. Um, Gallo certainly has to be the favorite, and he's the right guy to bet. The thing that you have to hope doesn't happen if you bet him is an injury, right? Because Gallo has, you know, 40, 45 home run power. No, I don't know. Can can Harper still get to that high of a number? I don't eh, I don't know. Tough one that. to reach. Yeah, but is, but, yes. but maybe maybe Bryant can have like a resurrection yeah. at course. Yeah. I really like the bet you made most wins. It's moved. You got Milwaukee at 14 to 1, it's down to 10. Yankees, no. White Sox, not. injuries, no. You see Lance Lynn's out now, too? I saw that, yeah. Uh, Blue Jays, uh, plus 750, okay. Astros, 9-1. to one. Dodgers, you got to fade the Dodgers. you got a good shot there. A bad division. Well, that's that's part of it, right? Yes. I think that's a major part of it. Braves, good division. Depth. Absolutely. I expect big things from the Phillies. I would also say <sighs> Dodgers, pretty decent division again this year. Padres again. I mean, uh-huh. the Tatis injury stinks. And you can't expect anything close to what the Giants did last year. I think the the retirement by Buster Posey is going to be huge for that team and some of the loss of uh, that they had at pitching, although they brought in Rodon as well. Uh, Kapler did, did an amazing job. But also, I talked to, to Dustin about this during the break. Remember, Paulie, you and I bet the Dodgers over last year, and it was a crazy high number, like at 103, and it went over. I And their win total this year is 98.5. I liked last year's L.A. team better than this year's team, and everybody's going gaga about the offense. Uh, last year, it was all about the pitching for me going into the season. Mm-hmm. This year, I get I'm it. The, o- the offense is really good. I'm, oh, sure. Yeah. You get past Bueller and Urias. That's right. right. Absolutely. They're 1-10 to 10 to make the playoffs. I, th- I actually thought it'd be higher. Uh, the nose plus 650. Did you look at any of yes-no playoff props? Uh, but not really. Adding some teams, it's, uh, there's some juicy prices. Not really because uh, I don't really, again, it's like a six, seven-month bet that you got it. Now now that well, opening day is tomorrow, it's like that's six true. months. So I did avoid that. And I only made one. I don't even like, I used to like betting regular season win totals going back, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years. But over time, it's like, you know, again, betting this stuff like in March when they first pop, and then you have to wait until the end of uh, September, early October. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get like your money back if you win. That, to me, I'd rather bet the awards where you can take a shot in somebody at 30, 40, 50 to 1, 100 to 1, that kind of a thing. Yep. Pitcher to throw a perfect game, nine innings, is plus 850. Will a player hit four home runs? Yes, is plus 550. It's happened 18 times. I can't It'll be a lot better than that. Uh, but, you know, it's action every day for you the whole season. If sure. You do that. And that's the fun part yep. of a season-long bet. I was disappointed. I know uh, when Nick was with the company, they did this every year. They didn't have. They didn't do triple play. Cycles, all that stuff. Either they didn't do that this year. Okay, but uh, they did add, which we talked about last week, and keep the emails coming. It'll be fun to track. They did add thirteen run baseball pool, which again enormous on the East Coast and bars, and I love that. But that's those odds are fat. Yankees, Dodgers, Blue Jays, White Sox, Astros, Red Sox, all fourteen to one. Rockies, Mets, Braves, Angels, sixteen. You know what? It's totally totally random. I, I I might bet a team or two in that pool because that's because that will end in. About six, seven weeks. That's the thing, right? Yeah, like, that thing right. can be done by Memorial Day. Yes. And then say, great, I'm going to have a shot, and that's going to be something fun to track for, you know, two months. I will. You know what? I will do that today. I will bet uh, a team or two to win that 0-13 to pool. That's that's great. There's also a prop up 
uh, a New York-based prop. More saves this year, Diaz or Chapman? Oh, I saw that. I could. It's got to be Chapman, right? Diaz could blow up and lose the job. And that's certainly true. And Chapman over the years. I mean, if you go all the way back to 2012, what well, we're gonna all agree to throw out 2020, obviously. The, the lowest number of games he ever saved was 22. But every other year, it's been 38, 36, 37, 30, 32. He's consistently in yeah. that number. Mm. And Diaz did have 57 that year with the Mariners. That was an outlier. His other two great years, 34 and 32. But he is, you're right. I mean, this position is so volatile that you think going into a season that certain teams are set at closer. It's so very rarely the case. Yeah. Like, there are a couple of teams. I think the Brewers with Hayter because he's so good. I would say the White Sox come to mind with Hendricks because he's awesome. And now there's no more Kimbrel. Um, by the way, I do like the back end of that Dodgers bullpen, though. You can go training in, into Kimbrel if he, as long as he's steady. That can be an awesome one-two there. But I, I could. there's no way I could bet Edwin Diaz. No way. Absolutely. Totally agree. You see the Bob Nightingale tweet? Yankees-Red Sox postponed. Is that right? <laughs> he, that, that just <laughs> came out? Yeah. Two already? Two games have been postponed already? Should have been a prop. (laughs) How many games are going to get postponed Uh, on opening day? I like your prop. Over one and a half teams to lose 100 games. That I like. Because you got to pay a dollar. It's a dollar 80 for uh, will it happen. For one? Yes. Yeah, put up one and a half. half. I want to see that somewhere, actually. You can also bet will a team win 100 games. That's good. Did you get involved in the A's under? I missed it. I mean, my. My sister, yeah, everyone's betting that now. No, I know. It's you know, especially this, with yeah. It's uh, here's. I'm actually a little bit scared now. Well, it's the lowest you saw. Oh, 68. Oh, mama. Um, it, but it almost feels like the Villanova Kansas total in the final four. <laughs> everyone's it on kinda, it. Yeah. It kind of does now. Yeah, those pesky A's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still like it, but yeah. I mean, it's every single human being on the planet now sure. is expecting to run for a hundred losses. Maybe they shocked the world. They got Willie Mays A's out there in the outfield. <laughs> yes. Stealing home. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Again, email as always, FTM at VSIN.com. We're on Twitter at VSIN Live at Mitch Moss Radio at Paulie Howard. Um, Dustin, our producer, said Patrick Wisdom, Cubs, huge number to lead the league in home runs. He smacked like 30 plus in a short amount of time last year, and you can find him available at a huge number uh, out here in Las Vegas. And we will go down that path coming up next Major League Baseball, former pitcher, current analyst on Marquee in Chicago. Ryan Dempster is going to join the program. His outlook. On the Cubs with some uh, player props and the NL Central uh, sign stealing and that device that can be used now this year and his thoughts on the DH in the National League coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.